three, two, one. You're listening to the OKest Fisher Podcast, part of the OKest Podcast Network, featuring your hosts, Matt Strine and Greg Tubbs. Hey there, welcome back to the OKS Fisher Podcast. Coming at you from the OKS Fisher Podcast Studio, also known as the basement. How we doing, Matt? We're here. We're doing good. Yeah. Uh, recording this a little late in the week. We apologize. Tried getting you a guest. It didn't pan out with everybody's work schedule. So you get to listen to us two idiots once again. <laughs> sorry guys sorry boys and girls you're just going to have to endure yep so we took a little poll via the Instagram feed did we not we did we're going to talk superstitions today off of those polls and some of our own stuff yeah yeah so, what's the first one on the docket? <laughs> um, how I made this list, I'm not going to go top to bottom. We're going to kind of jump, around. pick and choose. Okay. Yeah, because there's there's some interesting perspectives on some of some people's you know superstitions. So we we got to start it out where everybody starts it out in fishing, and the old no bananas on the boat. Yeah, <clears throat> I can say it, and again. This is just it's superstition, right? But I, I've had two, for instances, out on the big pond trolling for salmon. Not a bite, not a whiff, fish on the graph. Come to find out someone had a stack of bananas hidden away in a cooler. We found out about them when it was snack time. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they came out. And I'm like, oh, that would have been nice to know that these were on here. We could have eaten those and gotten them off the boat right away. <laughs> no joke, we consumed the last banana out of the four, and the fish started hitting. Super Coincidence? Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've had other times where there has been, you know, one or two bananas on the boat, never touched, and we caught fish. So I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. That's what that's what makes them fun though. They're superstitions. Yeah, you gotta you gotta have something to go on when you're having a bad day on the water. That's you know your favorite sports team. You have to wear your lucky socks to have them win. Right. It's I don't know. It's a fun part of fishing. It is. It, it's one of those fun little things. Um, another one that we kind of do on the boat too is when we're setting the uh, setting the line counters when we set things out. You know, the downriggers, the dipsy rods in particular, because that's where the line counters matter. Always on odd numbers. Always. Yes. We always get bit. Even numbers, no bites. It's just something we do on Lake Michigan. I don't know. Uh, yeah, we do it trolling for walleye, too. Okay. Fair but enough. it's it's like a feel-good thing. It could be. Although, for walleye, I wouldn't be opposed to if we're not catching anything on Odd numbers switching to even numbers, maybe walleye or even number fish. Maybe only on a Tuesday, the second Tuesday of every month. 
Yes. And days ending in Y. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that I kind of brought it up a little bit, but we kind of t- a little bit of football or baseball, whatever your favorite sport is. Everybody has a lucky fishing outfit, whether it's a lucky shirt, pair of shoes, lucky fishing hat from 35 years ago. I don't know if that's a superstition, but yeah, I, I mean, I got my choice musky clothes or whatever as silly as that sounds but yeah and i have one uh one shirt that probably after wearing it two days in a row definitely smells like a fish in an armpit but hey that baby's lucky and oh yeah you don't dare wash the luck out right away yep i still have a hat from 10 years ago old st croix hat that is covered in dead lake flies and sweat and that is still my favorite winnebago fishing hat Fair enough. Just one of those things. Cool. But hey, now we got new fishing hats from Fish Bomb. We do. And they're nice. Yes. And they got a little uh, slime on them, which is good. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. <laughs> so what else you got? Uh, the no booze on the boat. Someone, someone said something about no booze on the boat. What's your take? It's very situational. Yeah. Um, I could do with it or without it, but like if we're primarily musky fishing, we're grinding all day. So I, we don't drink when we musky fish, um, out on the big pond or dangerous bodies of water. I don't care to have beer unless I'm on a charter boat and I'm not in charge of anything. Then it's okay to have a beer. Yeah. I I don't necessarily know. It's a superstition. That may just be a personal preference. It's a personal safety factor, you know, like, so I'm, I'm all a big fan of being sober skipper and any charter boat captain is also that way. Anyone worth their salt, right? Cause they have to be, because you have to be, yep. you get, you get boarded by, um, you know, coast guard, like we did. If any one of us was drinking, you know, they might've been snooping around a little bit to see what was going on and they'd have known, you know, they'd have smelled mm-hmm. it, but it's really, really important on a big body of water where Coast Guard's patrolling, where there's police boats. You're better off being sober and, and stupid versus drunk and stupid, right? Yeah, At least exactly. you only get ticketed for being stupid, not twice as stupid when you're drunk. We call that a penalty enhancer. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, that one, that one I can't call a superstition. No. We did get some flack on that one, um, but it is what it is. I mean, I mean, two each is on. Yeah, I mean, I've been on the boat uh, either walleye fishing or bluegill fishing, you know, just slip bobber fishing, and cooler opens up, and there's a couple of beers in there, and we're just kicking back, relaxing, watching bobbers and having a couple beers on a right, little There's, little there's nothing wrong with that. No, not at all. Even, uh, like, on the in-laws lake, go out after dinner, have a cocktail, and just do a slow troll for some bike on a 60-acre lake. Yeah. You know, there's there's nothing wrong with it, um, but a superstition, I'll debunk that one. we got to have a little buzzer. <laughs> Not a superstition. All right. I'll go to one of my favorites, and we can all relate to this because we've all done it before. Do not take a picture of the sunrise until you have a fish in the boat. That's that's my superstition because then you're just a on a boat photographer, not a fisherman. 
it that's depends, my preference. It depends on how serious you want to be. If you want to be just an okay fisherman like we are, I took a couple pictures. I'm not going to lie. Did I screw <laughs> us? Maybe, maybe for the first hour. That True, but but we also had fish in the boat before sunrise. We did, we did. So that's just my thought process. A little different when you hit the musky waters too, because um, those fish are so few and far between. But as a general rule of thumb, that's the going joke on our our boat is no sunrise pictures until you catch your fish. What about? Catching a fish on the first cast. Ooh, I have a giant superstition about that. Oh, so, boy. here we go. Let's hear it. It's it's not necessarily the first cast of the day. <clears throat> I break it down to the first cast with the new musky lure you just do. So, and I, I I do a lot of musky fishing. I equate a lot of stuff to musky fishing. If I put on a new bucktail, I will do a two foot cast in front of the boat, reel it in to get the bait wet, and then I whip it out. Every single lure change I do, call me crazy. That's my superstition. So you got to dunk the baby in water first, say a little prayer, baptize it, then haul off and give it a ride. Yep, yep. Baptized by musky lures. Just uh, fling water everywhere. You just got to make sure the, you know, the lure is ready for that water temperature, you know? Okay. Fair what enough. about you? Do you do that? I don't. I just send it. Full send. Full send. It's going out. Yeah, that's one. That's when I, every, even bass fish, everything. First cast, just do a little flip, reel it in quick, and then do the real cast. <laughs> but what if you catch one on the little flip? It, it's been known to happen. Yep. Then I put the rods away and we go back oh, to shore. Oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. I, I'm not that crazy. I just, I find that as a sign for not the best day which is kind of opposite of what you would think normally mm-hmm. catching a fish on the first cast. But again, there's superstitions. There are. What about, Have you ever, Oh, go ahead. No, no. I was just going to ask, what about uh, mystical sea creatures? You into those Loch Ness monster? Eh, not per se. I mean, there's big stuff out there that we don't know about probably. Mm-hmm. Why? Where, where are you going with this? I'm, I'm not going anywhere. I'm just kind of wondering, you know, how do you feel about it? I think Loch Ness monsters are giant white sturgeon that were spawning at the surface. I would agree. Or they maybe they have a species of muskie over there that, you know, or pike that comes up and gulps air in the middle of summer. We've seen yep. that. Yeah. I mean, I thought most of the Loch Ness sightings were in the spring, early summertime where a lot of fish spawn. And a lot of fish go into the shallows and come close to the surface to regulate body temperature or jump to break eggs loose. I don't know. I could see white sturgeon totally, you know, way back when. Yeah, you get two 10-footers next to each other, a giant fish, you know. Just seeing one big 10-footer jump out of the water would be pretty wild. Oh, big time. Big time. (laughs) One day. One day I'll get out there and fish some yes. big white sturgeon. That would be pretty badass. It would. Were you going somewhere with that? No, not at all. No. Just uh, just a random thought. <laughs> Squirrel. Squirrel. <laughs> uh, have you ever heard, I've, I've seen people do this on occasion, making a little donation to the fish gods. How so? Uh, flicking a penny into the lake. 
kind of thing. You ever hear that? I've seen some guys do that before. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of throwing pennies in the lake. I don't know. I just just don't do it. But I could see maybe uh, offering up a minnow or a crawler maybe, huh? Chum the water yeah. a little bit. Yeah, we can tweak that superstition. Yeah, I'd heard, I've actually heard and seen that one before back in my uh, younger days fishing with the old guys. Oh, you can't get the bass to bite until you flip the lake a penny. Huh. <laughs> Just like you can't get king salmon to bite until someone's over the back of the boat chumming the water, right? Yeah, that's another one. Burgers. Prime in the water. Yep. Burgers and fries for everyone. <laughs> I thought that one was interesting. Um, yeah. Kind of like some of those old wives' tales kind of thing. Offering to the fish gods. So you're not, you're not like cutting your finger or cutting your hand and letting it bleed into the lake. You're just throwing them a penny. Yeah. We're not, we're not blood brothers. Just, we're not part of the wolf pack or anything. Okay. Not yet. Anyway, (laughs) not yet. Maybe if they play their cards, right? That's right. Oh, I thought I had a couple more. Um, Oh, you kiss your fish. Negative. You do not kiss your fish. Uh, I've heard, Kissing fish for good luck. Minnows. I bite the tails off with my teeth. I've, I've seen you do I, that before. Ice fishing, yep. Mm-hmm. A little slime time. It's not you don't bad. give them a little uh, peck on the lips before you send them back? No. Mm-mm. I'll let the, let the big fish give them a kiss. Nice. That's uh, I don't know if that's a superstition or maybe just something people do. I see a lot of... Bass pro bass guys do that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm thinking. I know we probably have more, and I apologize if I didn't get to everybody's. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the pull we got from everybody. It's uh, some of the, I won't say better ones, but some of the ones that are talk worthy. Okay. Mm hmm. Do you have any future fishing plans? Did you just beep yourself? I did. I just fat-fingered the keyboard. <laughs> I always have future fishing plans. Okay. I'd like to get out this weekend. Um, I know you're getting out this weekend, right? I am getting out this weekend. What are we chasing? A little bit of everything. Whatever bites the hook? Whatever bites the hook. I mean, I'm, we're going to be running sucker minnows. So pike and walleye are, are a wish. Potential to catch some big catfish because they're in there too. Mm-hmm. Perch and bluegill are the other targeted species. Uh, the two guys I'm going out, you're familiar with Dan mm-hmm. and our other buddy Kevin. You've never met, but Kevin wants to get some fish for a fish rye. Perfect. So we're looking for... Those three species in particular. Sweet release into the grease? Yeah, sweet release into the grease. Some walleyes, some perch, some bluegill. Yep. I'm going to do probably just cast some riverbanks or maybe do a little wading and uh, see if I can't find some smallmouth. That's not a bad deal either. I wouldn't be surprised if we run into a few of them while we're out trying to catch the latter species. Yeah. I mean, we jigged up a bunch of walleye fishing. So, they like the same stuff. They do. They like a lot of the same habitat. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's all we got for you. Anything Quick else? little 
no quick little episode um yeah hoping to get a guest on for you next week and uh we'll see you then all right keep your drag set right prop yeah yep oh boy (laughs) 